All right, guys, welcome to the Peer Podcast. We have Austin today, uh, owner of Harrison's Pest Control. Super excited to have him on. Um, we're going to be sharing a little bit about business, a little bit about family, um, and our journeys. Just goal is just to have a fun time catching up a little bit and uh, hopefully a great conversation. So uh, tune in again. This is Austin with Harrison's Pest Control. And uh, thanks for being no, on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's uh, I'm, I've been looking forward to it. Um, it's it's I've never done a podcast before, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to have this this new experience. And and thank you for the invitation. Absolutely, dude. I'm ha- I'm excited to have some fun. Um, so we were just talking a little bit about um, you hired your first tech. You yep. know, you built a huge route, 400 uh, of clients that you service, and we were just talking about the transition from running all running that route responding to calls responding to emails texts all of those things yeah yep. enormous yeah. you know task as a business owner especially when you're getting things off the ground so how has that transition been um, from bringing on your first employee to start operating with you so um, as we were briefly saying uh, prior to starting here was uh, mm-hmm. it, it's I've, I've realized that that Again, the the anxieties and stresses of of business and life in general, just they don't, you can't get them to go away. They only just change directions on you. So, um, uh, you know, I was thinking I was on this high, this peak of like, here, I built up this decent sized route and Mm -hmm. and now I can hand it down to someone else. And this is going to be such a a joy. And it has been, but um, it, you know, the the stress just changes to, to, Mm -hmm. you know, now I'm, uh, more in tune to wow, uh, payroll is expensive, and and you know, oh, so yes. it's it's you know, you you watch your your profits kind of go, you know, mm-hmm. and it it's uh, so then you got to worry about okay, what are different avenues or or ways of revenue or you know different add-on services that we can we can provide um, mm-hmm. in order to balance that out. And actually, my technician Dave, uh, with with his amount of experience that he has, mm-hmm. has come up with a few. Um, add-on services already on his own of like, wow. hey, this is this is what I've done in the past to to you know kind of up the game a little bit. It's huge. Um, you know, like right now, uh, locally, I don't know if anybody's mentioned it or if you've seen it in doing what you're doing, but mm-hmm. um, there's a species of ant called big-headed ants. Okay. Um, and a significant <clears throat> difference between uh, big-headed ants and your normal like household ants, like ghost ants and and those types of ants is they create what's called super colonies. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what all that means is uh, most of your household ants uh, have one queen per colony, mm-hmm. and and big headed ants can have like anywhere from like six to to eight or ten uh, queens per colony. So they're laying wow. that times more, you know, many eggs, and Holy and and cow. they are very invasive, and they behave similarly to like subterranean termites. They're not a wood destroying pest, but they create okay. some in the fact that they're ground dwelling. Mm-hmm. Um, but once they make it through, once they find that way into the home, they are, they can be tough to get, to get mm-hmm. out. So, um, you know, we've created some add on services geared towards those guys and that type of thing, but it's, it's been an absolute joy, uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to have someone to, to kind of share the load with. And, uh, it's, it's, you know, now we're kind of onto that next step of I'm, I'm trying to build up a second, you know, a, a, another route and, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, add on more techs and, and, you know, that, that the gentleman, Dave, he's, he's got management potential written all over him. So I'm mm-hmm. excited for that too. Cause he's, wow. he's definitely very ambitious and, and, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's been a huge, huge asset to the team. So that it's, it's been really a joy. Cool. So where, um, where did you find Dave? Um, put out an ad. Okay. <laughs> And good help is hard to find. Uh, 
Yes. Dude, nobody, nobody dinged that ad for, for a while. Right. Um, it was, it was, I was like, Hey Bob, you know, like we really, really, uh, sorry, Bob is my business partner, but, um, right. um, I was like, Hey, we like, I really need a guy. Like I'm drowning out here, Bob. Like I need somebody. And he's right. like, we're working on it. And weeks had gone by and, uh, we got two hits mm-hmm. and, um, we did some, uh, Skype interviews first. Uh, um, okay, cool. just to, just to, you know, make it easier on everybody before we did the in-person thing. And Dave hit me with a lot of my own core values without asking, mm, you know, he's, he's yeah, yeah. Cool. So I was like this guy and he, he's the ticket because just little things about like how you treat your customers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he went on a rant about the importance of, of knocking down webs on a house, spider webs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's, it's, he, he used my exact line that I've been using for 10 years, mm-hmm. which is it's the only thing a customer can visibly see when they come home. As far as what I do, like what you do, you know, right. they can see, Hey, you know, the grass looks great, great, you know, mm-hmm. plants, so on and so forth. Right. There's no visual to what I do. That you know, you sense. can't see the the spray. Right. I mean, Unless the door hangers the on the there, door, but that's, that's just right. to say I was there. You exactly. know what I mean? Um, but for somebody who's like, hey, the you know, Austin hasn't been here in a while. I can tell the webs are in the cage. Mm-hmm. You can tell if I've been there because that you will have no webs. That house will be clean mm-hmm. and pristine as far as pest evidence. And right. and he in our um, video interview was like, it is so important to do the webs. It's the only thing that your customer sees. And I was like, Bob, this is, this is the guy. It's like the guy. he's got, he, our values match, our customer service match. And, and that has played forth. I've, I've had him for just over three months now mm-hmm. and 100% our values align. And that's, Dang, that's, it's, sweet. it's a huge, yeah, it was, it was a blessing for sure. And it, again, after, you know, two hits and that's it on the ad and, right. and that's who popped up. It was like, it was meant, you know, yes. meant to be almost. It's, that's awesome. It's been huge. Yeah. That so. is super exciting. That's something that, you know, delegating, especially for that first big leap is huge and, you know, making sure it's the right person. And, um, oh my gosh, let me tell you, um, we, you know, we have a good team now, but finding good team members when you do, it's like, yes, yes. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. it's yep. so deep to your core that it's like, wow, this is great because, you know, they're not just building a business, you know, yes. they're out serving families. Like for you, if, if they're not doing, if, if a tech doesn't do a good job, you know, that's, that would be bad because, you know, then there'd be bugs in people's houses, you know? And, but when you do do a good job, you prevent all that from happening. Right. And so that's, that's huge value that you offer. Like for me, my wife says, if we have spiders in the house, we're moving. And I have a beautiful preserve behind my house, and I love it. I love where we live. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I better not have any spiders right, in my house. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, it, it does sound silly, but that's how uncomfortable it can make people. I regularly make the joke that mm-hmm. I, I, I say that that's why my wife stays. It's one of the reasons my wife stays married to me is because of what I do for a living. She <laughs> has such a phobia of spiders. Right. She will burn a house down in a heartbeat that, yeah, she's – and if she sees one, like – for example, my my, she was adamant like uh, to my daughter. She's mm-hmm. like, you need to go clean your room. Yeah. And my my she didn't want to do it. She's, my wife, you gotta go clean your room. Mm-hmm. And so my daughter's in there cleaning, and she comes running out, 
And my wife was like, what? And she's like, there's one of those big, is a palmetto bug. Uh, and my wife is like, she's afraid of those too. So right. she immediately was like, okay, you don't have to clean your room anymore. We can find something else for you to do until your dad gets home and can deal with that. Right, right. You don't have to go in there. Like she was so, it was so funny because the, the, this, you know, it flipped so fast right, of like, right. you have to go clean your room. And then it was like, you can shut that door and lock it if you want. You don't have to go back in. It was so funny. That is hilarious. So uh, transition a little bit from um, business man. Congrats, by the way. That's huge. Thank that's you. a huge first step um, in you know the next levels of your business. So I'm excited Before for Before we switch, can I yeah, ask yeah, you yeah. one question? For sure. Because you mentioned delegation. Did you find it very mm-hmm. hard to delegate in the beginning of like, I, I found it, there's a part of you that almost feels like, I don't know if they're going to do it on the level I would do it, or I don't know mm-hmm. if they would do it uh, you know, at the quality I would right. do it. And and. I found that to be challenging at first of like, especially with like your, you know, VIP or your important customers yeah. of like, I don't know if I want to send him mm-hmm. out there. Cause I don't know if they'll, you know, he's not me and, and, and getting to know Dave better. I found it, you know, now I find it very easy of mm-hmm. like, I trust him wholeheartedly to go take care of my, my important people. But at first that was a, a, a rough transition for, for me. sure. Um, I'm actually really excited to answer that question. Um, yeah, it was, it, it was really a challenge and I was really nervous about it. Um, but the thing is, is that thought process of, man, they're not going to do it the same as me. That's true. Yes. And they're not going to. Right. But the thing is, is as long as they do the best that they can mm-hmm. and they still do a really good job, if something is missed, or I should say when something is missed, because it will happen and it does, it's all about how you respond to it. And so still validating the customer saying, wow, so sorry, this was missed or the ball was dropped. Thank you so much for your strong communication. I'm mm-hmm. glad we have mm-hmm. this relationship of communication and we will be out there tomorrow morning to fix it yes. or as soon as possible to fix it. And so um, that's something I had to let the perfectionist in me calm down so that way I could serve more people. Yes. Um, and, you know, there becomes a difference when when you get so big and you – you know, there's a fine, there's a fine line. If you can become just so big and so overloaded and your tax have way too much and you don't have enough management to support uh, your tax, then, you know, it could be challenging. But as long as you have that support behind your tax, um, which you can be that support, you know, delegate them, have them do 95% of the work um, and coach, help them and help fix any issues that come up. That was the biggest thing that I've found, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. Yes. It's not It's not about if it'll happen. It will happen. And as long as you're there to back it up and quickly do a course correction and then hopefully train or make the tech more aware, um, yeah, it, that's, it was a challenging thing for me. So for me, what, what really helped is uh, when for the first like two or three weeks of cutting him loose on his own, mm-hmm. I'd look through his list of customers for the day mm-hmm. and, and pick two or three that I know like, that I have, I have had like conversations besides just like, okay, you know, I do pest control for, you know, I, some people who would, who would give me honest feedback mm-hmm. and I'd call and be like, Hey, did you get the chance to meet Dave at mm-hmm. your house today? What'd you think? How'd you, and, and that was very, that brought me I peace like of mind. Cause most of that, most of the uh, 97%, you know, of, of the feedback was, mm-hmm. was positive. Every nice. Dave's a great guy, very personable. And, yeah. and that ma- gave me peace of mind and like, okay, I can try. And then mm-hmm. Google reviews started to come in and, oh, and name awesome. him by name. Yes. And I was like, all right, I can, that's a I, proud can I can take right a deep there. breath now. Yeah. You know, that's a proud dad moment. Right yes, there. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. So the, that for me was very like, 
that stress and anxiety of like, is he going to do it? Like I'm doing it. That mm-hmm. following up with just a few, co- I didn't call everyone, but right, just right. a few customers a day to be like, what do you think of Dave? Mm-hmm. All positive feedback. Um, a couple of, of like, Hey, I don't think he, you know, took quite as much time as, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. And that's good. That's, po- you know, that's also positive feedback so of things that, that we can yeah. grow and, and, and develop from. But it mm-hmm. was, like I said, everyone was very positive. So it, it, it was, it brought me peace in knowing like, okay, this guy's the guy. That's awesome, man. I love that. And, and to talk more about delegation is, um, I've actually had to do that in the last couple of weeks or so. It's, it's been really hard. I am transitioning a lot. Almost all of the day-to-day operations of Pure Landscaping to Cole, and who he's going to oversee sales, oversee all of the operations, and then Katie and I are just going to come in and tag team on larger, big design and renovation jobs. We're going to come in, help, um, basically just give the customer like that VIP experience for our, you know, jobs, 150,000 plus Katie and I will come in and offer that extreme VIP experience, but Cole, everything else, Cole and his team will take the inbound call. They'll do the estimate. They'll do the job, make sure everything's very happy for them. And so it's like, it's different levels of delegation. And that's something that I've just experienced over the last week or two. And it's really hard. I'll notice myself going on the phone and, hey, Siri, call Cole. And I'm like, oh, wait, end, 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 end. Because I'm like, I'm doing it like so much. I'm like, no, stop. He's trying to run this position. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I handed him this responsibility, but but put down the phone. Stop bothering yes. him. You know, if, there's, yeah. if I have a thing, send him an email. And so, because um, that would be so annoying yeah. if we were trying to operate a company and somebody's always, Hey, 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 <laughs> you know, every time I get a new yeah. idea, I'm like, yeah. and so, um, what learning what it means to delegate on, on that level. Um, and then training myself to realize, Hey, I need, I'm the one that needs most of the help yes. here. Um, has been really interesting. Um, but the reason I have been delegating that is because I've noticed my bandwidth is not as big or as wide as our customer intake and businesses. Like I can't do it for all my business anymore. And I noticed I was dropping the ball here and there. And I'm like, oh, I, I couldn't do it all on my own. So delegating all that so that way they can really serve our customers as best as possible. And in the meantime, Katie and I can work with some of these larger jobs because that's kind of our niche. Katie and I really thrive in those because that's where you can get really creative, do fun outdoor patios, outdoor kitchens, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where we thrive. And then I'm also going to school to get my general contractor's license. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah that's so, exciting. Dude, it's, that's exciting. I just finished school. So all the, all I have uh, left is just self-study and I take the test at the end of the year. So that's been an incredible, um, incredible thing for me to be able to free up and do. So I've, now that Cole is running all the day of the operations, I can take that time and now invest that. And now it's going to help us with our big job. So now instead of, you know, somebody else managing and overseeing everything, now we can design it and sub out all these little portions and offer so much more value to our larger jobs. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's something I've learned is to delegate to competent good working people within the company so that I can go 
work hard and bring more value to our company. Yeah. And so that's kind of the transition that we're going through right now. It's really, it's all new experience. Like, like you're saying, like, um, from your first delegation to your second, to your third, to, to, I mean, there's so many more levels of delegation that, that, are above me that I have not hit yet, mm-hmm. but every time is is a challenge, and it's never stops being a challenge. Right, you know, it's just a, just a little different. You know, and sometimes the challenges hit you harder than the other, um, but it's like it's really interesting to because I don't know. For me, I always have this mindset of like. Oh, when I get to here, it's 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 all gonna be like even keel. I'm gonna be chilling. I'm gonna be on a boat. Yep. You know, yep. it's all like when I get to here, then yeah. it's like. But every then time the year changes, right? Yeah, and then then the challenge changes, and then it's like, and so it's interesting. So peaks I'm, and valleys, right? Yeah. And so what I'm learning right now is to um, really grow and be able to handle uh, adversity better. Um, you know, it sounds silly, but something I was doing for a while is like taking freezing cold showers and you know, it's like a fad or whatever, but going through that getting through that mental toughness mm-hmm. it, you know, cause nobody wants to take a freezing cold shower. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people, but, but I'm talking freezing cold. It helps your mind overpower, like get break through some barriers. Yeah. And so you get stronger and you get more mentally focused and like, Oh, I can do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, that's something that I feel like, it's a in, version of discipline. Yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah. There's to become, so much value in discipline, right. and that's what people, it's so underrated, or, mm-hmm. or not even underrated, but like, uh, you know, I, I say the same thing about like working out, going to the gym, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I'm starting to realize that 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 I find that same value in, in my faith as well, as, as mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 weird the way those two can, can coexist, and, and it's like when you're, when you're being disciplined, you know, and, 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 you know, I've, I've, I do self checks on myself quite frequently of like, okay, where am I falling short? What do I need to improve on? And, mm-hmm. and I realize like the, the best version of myself is the most disciplined version of myself. So, uh, you know, when I'm active in the gym, when mm-hmm. I'm on a healthy diet and also when I'm, I'm, you know, dipping into my faith as, as, right. and emerging myself in that as much as possible, that's, that's my best self. That's, that's when I can, I have the most mental clarity. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm able to focus the most. And, and yeah, there's, there's so much value in discipline. Absolutely. So much value. And it penetrates through everything. You know, just like when you're disciplined and you're, everything's going great in this category, it's like that just bleeds through. Yes. You know, it's just so much positivity, so much good stuff. And then to, to circle back to part of what you said too is, is like when you're wanting to, to call, um, your guy Cole. Right. And, 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 you know, the, check in and like, Hey, I have this idea and that idea. It's, it's also, there's, there's value in making mistakes as well, mm-hmm. you know, cause I've, I've learned so many lessons from, from mistakes that I've made. And, and obviously you don't want to let them completely fail, but also you have to, you have to kind of allow people to, mm-hmm. to make their own mistakes too, because they, they're, they're, again, there's, there's value. As long as your mindset is like, it's not a loss. It's a lesson. Right. You know what I'm saying? I like it's, that. It's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So it's, it's, and then that's how I view, like I, I say it all the time. Like I, I don't take L's. I learn lessons. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's just there. It's a hundred percent. And you know, as much as you want to like oversight and babysit and it's like, but you, there's, there's value in them making mistakes as mm-hmm. well. A hundred percent. Absolutely. There totally is. I think that's a very, I think that's very well said. That's something that, um, that, um, 
you know, it's hard because it's like it's your baby. Yeah. You've built it and you're yep. customers. And so it's it's really hard to to allow them to make mistakes. But it's so it is so important. Like mm-hmm. there's there's been situations where um everybody on my team, myself included, I've probably made the most but where we've made big mistakes and lost thousands of dollars and it's like oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like there's this one time where uh my guy we we he took down this beautiful twenty five foot magnolia tree and dude to get a twenty five foot magnolia tree you it not only is it so expensive, you gotta ship it from the other side of the freaking state and oh my gosh shipping alone on that tree was twelve hundred dollars but he cut it out and he wasn't supposed to it was supposed to be in the design and you know there's so many mistakes that um have been made but it's just like now every time we go through a plan it's always on it's always the design the project manager looks at the design goes through it you know it's it's a systemized thing now mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of just so verbal and so you know you go through those mistakes but so long story they short have value too yeah I have value yeah, but yeah. long story short that was a uh i think it was like thirty five hundred dollar um you know mistake lesson right, right. you know yeah, so it's like yeah. oh it's expensive yes that's, <laughs> and that's that's where you have to find that balance too of like yes you want them to to be able to you know kind of make their own mistakes and mm-hmm. and, and learn on their own in some ways but also like you don't want to be losing clients left and right either. Like we're now we're, we're, you know, we cross that line of like, okay, now I have no choice, but to step mm-hmm. in. thankfully I haven't experienced that, but I'm just saying it's, it's, right. it, you know, you have to draw that line of like, mm-hmm. yeah, allow them to kind of do their own thing and make their own mistakes, but you have to have some oversight at the same time. Exactly. Absolutely, man. Oh man, that's, that was, that was a crappy day for sure. It, it was a <laughs> rainy day. It was a sad day. <laughs> I was so pissed. But I can't be I can't be mad at I mean I did everybody makes mistakes. Every, literally everybody on my team's made made mistakes, including me. Like I said, I've probably made the yeah. most of them. Um but that's that's fun part about growing and, and becoming better. It's learning. 100%. So um so I want to transition a little bit. Um so you are a business owner, also have yourself a family. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your family. So I have my, my beautiful wife, mm-hmm. uh Denny. Um, I've been with her since I was 15 years old and, oh, wow. and, you know, never, you know, some of those couples that start at an early age, you know, mm-hmm. they go on a, oh, we, we took a break here and there. We've been never, never wow. as consistent all the that's way through. Awesome. And yeah, yeah. That's, that's usually, that's, that's not really what you hear. Usually. No, not at all. And, and, and what I take pride in the most is, is who I am as a, as a husband and a father. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't be who I am without my family and especially my wife, I attribute so much mm-hmm. of, of who I am and how I, how I operate to, to her. Right. Um, and then, you know, my beautiful daughter, mm-hmm. Ava, she's eight and, and my son Bentley, who's four and, and man, there's, there's no greater joy than being a dad. And, wow. and, you know, you're, you're in that, that beginning phase and that's awesome. And, and congratulations again. Thank you. Thank um, you. but yeah, it's, it's man, being a dad is the absolute best. And, and that, that, you know, work family balance is so important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've learned lessons in that too. Uh, like I, I had a heart to heart with my business partner and, and, uh, and prior to even doing the partnership, I was like, Hey, I, I, I very much value my time with my family. Like Mm -hmm. I, I will not put business before my family. I want you to know that before we, and he's like, I hear you, but let me ask you this. When you say you value time with your family, 
what is the value of the time you're spending? Are you guys sitting in the living room all looking at different screens? Or are mm-hmm. you actually having valuable time? And I was mm-hmm. like, that's a, that's a great point. Like that is a great point. And so now, especially in, in ownership and, and growing and, you know, the late nights and, and all that, it's instead of like, which we still have, you know, yeah, let's sit down and watch a movie or, you know, whatever. But like, it's, let's go outside and ride bikes. Let's, let's right. go throw the ball out back. Like, let's do things that are, that are more meaningful than just all of us sitting in front of different screens. And, uh, that's, that's been, sorry, that's been, that's been huge as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, there's, man, the joys of being a dad or, or it's, there's so much, there's so much value. And, and, and I feel like, young dads our age the Mm -hmm. the common mistake that they make is they uh oh my kids are young so they're not going to remember these times anyways Mm -hmm. and and that that is that is the wrong mindset to have because Mm -hmm. sure they may not remember every moment Mm -hmm. they may not remember the disney trip they may not but it it right now is an investment Mm -hmm. and it's an investment for one it's an investment for you you know like these times are actually for for me because Mm -hmm. i don't want to be you know, 50, 60 years old and go, man, like I miss when they were little and I missed out on so much. Like I'm not going to miss it. I won't miss a right. ball game. Mm-hmm. I'm coaching the ball game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm it's, coaching yes, that yes, dang 100%. Team. Yep. Yeah. 100%. So it's, you know, there's, there's so much value in that. And then also the investment is, is I, I have conversations with my son and my daughter now that, that mm-hmm. are, you know, they're kid stuff. But there's a, a trust and in, and in, and in, in having those those valuable conversations that that lead up to when they're 15, 16, 17 years old, mm-hmm. and now life has real weight. You know, now they're starting to get a sense of what real life is. Right. If you didn't make that investment when they were young, you're not going to be the person that they come to in those times. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's it's that that's that's what I feel is is one of the biggest mistakes that young fathers make of like, oh, my kids do. You know, I, now is grind time. I got to make this money. I got to, mm-hmm. you know, and and they don't pour into. They're not at the ball games. They're not mm-hmm. doing. And you'll regret it 100. percent They'll regret Absolutely. it. So I totally, totally. Man, I'm not there. I mean, I am there yet. I guess with my, it's crazy. There, there's so many thoughts as a business owner, mm-hmm. there, or even just a normal person. There's so many thoughts and moving parts. I feel like on a day to day basis, and there's so many distracting. Like as far as like Facebook or Instagram or mm-hmm. any of these social media, it's like there's so many people out there telling you you should do this and you should do that and you should do this, and it's like okay. What is you know what does scripture tell me because that's the only firm truth 100%. you know what I mean that's 100%. the only firm truth that you can stand on and you know it doesn't matter what we say or what anybody else on social media says but like that is what you stand on and but I mean you have that I feel like your values come from that so yeah you know, that's true yes. you know it's like it's God family work just mm-hmm. like we're talking about hundred percent and man that that is just it's so true it's it's not even funny. And that, and that's something that I continue to, you know, check myself. Be like, yeah. wow, I worked X amount of hours this week. I worked way too much. And, you know, even if I wasn't working too much, man, all I was doing was thinking about work. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there on the couch with my wife and my, my little girl. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've been so checked out this week. Yeah. And so really trying to keep myself accountable um, you know, my little girl, seven months. Actually, she's eight months now. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. She just turned eight months, eight months now. And uh, wow, what a joy that is 
but my little girl's young. She's not even talking right. yet. She's just coming out man. how to crawl. And, and, and that's the other thing, man, is, is time is so valuable. Mm, mm-hmm. And and that's one thing that I, I do feel like at, at you know, a young age, uh, I feel like I have a good grasp on is mm. the value of time. Yes, that's um, huge. Because it's, it's, it is, I can't believe my daughter's eight. You're saying eight months. My daughter's eight, man. It's crazy. crazy. I swear she was just eight months. Right, you know what right. I mean? And, and I'm watching this time fly. And, and I have found that there is extreme value in, as you learn life lessons, mm-hmm. teach them to them at a young age. A yeah. bear, because, mm-hmm. like, I have found that, that, again, like we said in the beginning, the stress and anxiety, you cannot get it to go away. Right. It'll never go away. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, you can um, balance it with a mindset of gratitude. Okay, so that, like, like that. a couple Mondays ago, uh, my phone did not stop. Phone calls, text oh, messages, emails, and I'm I'm looking at it, and I'm driving in the truck, and I'm like, I could just throw it out the window. <laughs> like I'm so fed up. And uh, but again, you, I had to balance that with gratitude. So I kind of zoomed out on myself, and I was like, mm-hmm. Hey, dummy! Uh, mm-hmm. You know, two years ago, you were dying for that thing to ring. Yes. You know, when you first right. when you first opened the doors, mm-hmm. you were desperate. Right. And now here you are ready to throw it out the window mm-hmm. because you're so it, it, like it's a blessing you should be you should you should be glad that people are calling and, and blowing up your phone um and and i read somewhere that that uh the things we pray about mm-hmm. are are you know that are are the things that might also stress us out the most mm-hmm. um you know so like i I've, I've prayed over this business and i i i prayed that it would be successful and now here i am cursing this blessing and letting <laughs> right. it throw it out the window you know what i mean and and but again that's a that for me i i i had a, a hand-me-down moment a trickle-down moment with mm-hmm. my daughter because she's eight and I, and she you know her and i have very in-depth conversations right. um and this past monday i got home from work at you know seven fifteen. like it was just a long day mm-hmm. drawn out i sat down on the couch just sunk and she comes up to say hi and I was like, you know what? This is a teachable. This is a teachable moment. Mm-hmm. And and so I was like, hey, daddy's tired. Like I had a, a very stressful day, a very long day. Um, but I said, I'm I'm okay though. And do you want to know why? And she's like, yeah, why? And I was like, I prayed so much today. Like mm-hmm. um, in in every scenario that I got myself into, I was praying. And 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 I said, and I taught her that that lesson as well. Mm-hmm. That you can balance stress with gratefulness. Mm-hmm. And and so I told her, you know, I, I try to put it on her level. I was like, you know how some days you just don't want to go to school? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. I said, but are you, are you grateful to be able to spend time with your friends? She's like, yeah. I was like, are you grateful to be able to, to learn new things every day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she started under, you know, and, and she gets this look on her face when she, I can tell she's like either soaking stuff in or thinking about it. Right. So I gave her a couple minutes and I was like, did you understand, you know, what I meant by that? And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah. So the next day and now every day, you know, it's, it's only been this week, but, um, each morning we're waking up and I'm like on our drive to school with her and my son, which his are, his are hilarious. But yeah. I'm like, Ava, give me five things you're grateful for today. Uh-huh. And she names her list and then Bentley goes off on his. And like I said, his are very silly. Like I'm right. grateful I get to ride my bike today and yeah. little things like right, that. Right. But it's, 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 again, it's a, yeah, I'm learning this in my thirties mm-hmm. and, but I'm teaching it to them. I her at eight and him at four. Right. So now I look forward to do the things they're going to be discovering in their thirties mm-hmm. are going to be, beyond 
me. They're right. going to be, you know, they're going to be way ahead of where I was at 30. And that's my hope anyways, obviously. But, right, right, you know, right. I'm, I just, I see the value in, and again, time, you know, it's going to be here and gone before we know, it's but, so but I'm trying to, to these things as I learn them, I, I believe there's value in, in handing that down as well at a young age. Right. Absolutely. That is so cool, man. I can't, I'm, dude, that you like have blows so much, my mind you have because so I'm much like, to look forward to. I haven't even, oh, man, I haven't even gotten a tidbit of mm-hmm. any of that, like getting to experience any of that yet. Now, <laughs> right now, she'll just look at me and he yep, smile yep. with one lower, <laughs> put our big smile on with one little tooth down there. It's like, it's just so sweet. But on those days, man, on those days yeah. where you're just, dog tight you're just mm. dead and, and those are the days where even at the age she is now you got to lay on the floor and just and just be present with her right. because that is the time you will get the most value out of that time you will cherish every moment because i have days where again like i just want to sink into the couch and relax like there's you know like i said that monday i just wanted to to sink and then mm-hmm. bentley comes up daddy can we can we go up front so i can ride my bike right and at first it's like it's just but those are the times where i'm like no now you need to if you don't if i don't feel like if i feel like man i'd rather not i'm like nope this is the time i need to go do that because this is the time i will value that the most and i will get the most out of it too because it's such a a mental reset too of just like set everything else aside and just be present with your kids and and your wife and it's 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 so valuable and it's it's a recharge that like no other like right. it's yeah you wake up the next day and you feel like Fired revamped up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got that break that mental break mm-hmm. man that is so cool so tell me about like something i'm i don't know why dude but i do this in my head every week i, <laughs> I come to my wife with a new idea of like structure because my position's always changing as far as like what I'm doing from like week to week and something that I am always telling my wife, I'm like, Hey babe, you know what I can do? I can, I can do the Costa Rican lifestyle. What they do is, you know, <laughs> Costa Rican. so what they do, they wake up at around 6am when the sun rises, they grab their surfboard and they go surf on the beach with their, with their friends and family from like 6.30 to, to like 8.30. And then they go to work at 9. And then they work from 9 to 3. And after 3, they go, they go, they start cooking, having fun, cooking with their friends and family. And then they'll eat all dinner together. And then they'll go out to the beach and watch the sunset. And that's on Monday. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah. For the, and yeah. so like that's what – because I went there once. It was like for five days and it was super, super cool. But it was just amazing to see their culture and also – not to mention how when I was there, I felt like America was just a rat race because there's ads yes. every, everywhere. There's ads everywhere here. And over there, it was like, I don't I don't know what it was, but everything, it was like, zoom. Yes. It was tuned out. It was really freaking Because they, cool. they, a lot of other cultures, like, value time. Like, yeah. they value, they have a, you know, it's it's not just about the grind and, mm-hmm. and success and money. And, and, you know, America is so... It's so high pace. It's so, so you know, and it's everything shoved down your throat, and mm-hmm. and and you know, you you experience something like that, and and also I find that that too that like they value re- they seem to value relationships oh, yes. more too, 100%. and especially with their elderly, like they yeah, have such a, a respect. vast respect for way like they respect. you know when your your parents hit a certain age, like they they come back into the house mm-hmm. with you, and like it's yeah not, yeah it's 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 
other cultures are very eye-opening for mm-hmm. sure in that way. Absolutely. And and so like with that, like I'm coming to my, my wife with a, a new thing, it seems like every week for the past few months. And, I, and then I'm like, babe, what if I just, okay, I'll take Monday and Friday off and then Wednesday I'll work from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. and I'll just grind. And then, and then, and then but what's something I've actually been uh, grateful for that I've been somewhat consistent for over the last maybe year or so is taking every Friday off. And I've probably say there's 52 Fridays in a year. I've probably taken like close to 45 of them off. And so I'm doing really good with that, but it's like, and then so I can spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And cause we have all this stress, all this, all this stuff on our plate and it's a lot of responsibility and it can be overwhelming. So like for me, if I can take a longer disconnect um, from work, then I won't be thinking about it as much, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's not just a matter of not doing the work. It's a matter of shutting the brain off too mm-hmm. from it. And so it's funny it, that do you have any kind of structure that you've stuck with or um, as far as your schedule, because I am all over the place, always trying to come up with a new idea. Yeah. Do you have any structures or anything that you've set for your schedule or not yet? No, not yet. Right. I, I like that idea. I'm not mm-hmm. there yet. I'm not in a position where I could do that quite yet. But uh-huh. that, that I like the idea because, it, and but I imagine too of like, even on Friday, you're still probably Challenging. like, yeah, you're, you're still probably like, let me check my phone real quick. Mm-hmm. Let me see how things are going. Yeah. But, but also that's going to, that's going to be a more, I could see that the value in that of being like Friday is almost a subtle transition into your weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're, you're disconnecting, but you're not, you know, you're mentally, you're not fully dis- but then exactly. because you're not directly involved physically mm-hmm. now, you know, you were able to mentally somewhat, somewhat, you know, check out a little bit for, right. and then Saturday, Sunday, Saturday like morning, you're locked Sunday, in exactly. for, for family like time. Family, yeah. exactly. Yep. Then I'm not, then on Saturday, Sunday, I'm not even tempted to look at the work yes. phone. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause it's always like, Oh, what's going on? You uh-huh. know, is everything good? Um, that's your Friday. Then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friday is all this temptation that I finally get, get rid of it. So that's something that, um, that I've really put a lot of effort into and, and it's funny, it's like, it's the same thing with any challenges that I feel like we're facing and we're learning is that they never get easier, they just get different. And so um, it's been a challenge to come up with like a concrete set schedule, but, um, and who knows, I may never ever have it have it figured out. And I, and I think something that I'm realizing now as I'm talking is, there's seasons. So like there's seasons to life, seasons to faith, seasons to business mm-hmm. where sometimes things are high, something times mm-hmm. things are really low. Mm-hmm. And you know, say for say for example, even if it's just like baseball season in my kids' life, you know, maybe maybe that looks like I work from six AM to to three PM. You know what I yeah, mean? To make for, sure you're on, on time. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You're gonna so, be coaching. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Coaching. And so um as far as like like says something I'm always trying to dial down it may be something that I never do dial down, but it'll always be maybe that mindset of, Hey, I'm going to spend an even amount of time with my family. than I do work, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, it, the complexity of it can change or the structure of it can change, you know, with the seasons that come and go. Yep. And, and there's, there's value too in, in, uh, and just making sure like, when it is family time, mm-hmm. like to, to really try to check into that mindset too. Like I, I find myself sometimes I'm like, 
it's family time, but I'm scatterbrained, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and, um, you know, dinner time is very valuable to me because we sit down as a family at the table and I always try to do, you know, phone away or phone face down at least and, and, mm-hmm. and don't pick it up because it's, that's the time where I get to check in with my kids. And, and, you know, again, I, I, I talk very in depth with my kids. Um, cause I, I just, I, I find it, you know, I cherish it. And, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's, what is the best part? What was the best part of your day? What was the worst part of your day? Because, you know, every day has bad moments. And I try to make sure they understand that too, of like, it's not all cupcakes and rainbows. It's not all you rainbows. Know? Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I want to know like, what was, what was the worst part of your day too? Mm-hmm. Like what, what got you down? And, um, I always tell my kids too, there's no such thing as bad days, only bad moments and you can't get mm-hmm. stuck in them, you know? And, oh, wow. and yeah, it's, there's a lot of value Say in that, that too. Again. There's no such thing as bad days, only bad moments. And I, I encourage them not to get stuck in them. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I started to realize with my daughter that she would get stuck in bad moments. Yeah. You know, arguing arguing at home or you know and, and she'd be like she would you know that th- there's been a couple of nights where she's like gone to bed sad mm-hmm. and and she's like she's like i'm sorry uh tomorrow tomorrow will be tomorrow will hopefully be a better day I, and I, I that's when i started to come up with that of like and and that's not mine you know i right, didn't, right, I didn't right, come right. up with that but mm-hmm. um but that's when i started to instill that in her and like hey you had a few bad moments right and then and then again balancing that with gratitude of like well what about when we went to the park that Mm -hmm. was was that a bad moment right well no well what about you know and i I just start going over the list and i'm like do you see how how the good stuff was here and you had a couple you know three three or four bad moments right you know we got in an argument it's okay Mm -hmm. and and you know there's 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 so you know it's it, yeah it's dude being a dad i could talk about being a dad for days man it's again it's what yeah. i pride myself on the most is mm-hmm. is who i am as a as a husband and 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 as a father um and yeah my my kids are everything man they're yeah, everything that's incredible yeah it's, so you've been with your wife since you're 15 yes sir and where did you meet her uh so we technically met at the Edison parade, my brother had started oh, going to, okay. uh, yeah, my yeah. brother had started going to, uh, the youth group at Grace Church, uh, over off Hancock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, um, I was gonna start going, he, he was inviting me to go with him, mm-hmm. and, uh, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, my brother's my best friend, and so, He's like, Hey, I want you to, you know, we're going to start going to this youth group. And he's like, but I'm going to go to the Edison parade and, and meet a couple people who, who are from this youth group mm-hmm. wound up going with him. And, and I met her there and, um, uh, I was actually dating someone else at that time and, mm-hmm. and, uh, started going to the youth group and her and I became best friends. We were mm-hmm. best friends for a year before we, before we started, um, dating. Mm-hmm. You know, so at 14 years old, right. you know what I mean, like it's yeah. dating, you yeah, know, exactly. but, uh, a year had gone by um, of, again, being best friends. I, t- I told her everything, like everything, right. you know, we talked all the time and um, and then decided to try the, the dating thing and, mm-hmm. and just never look back, man. It's 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 there's there's true value in, in like being in a in, in a relationship with 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 someone you consider to be your best friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's it's and that's and the, the we had already established such a, a great you know, communication and it only got better, mm-hmm. you know, and, and people called us crazy because 16 years old, there was, there was such a trust that, that, you know, at the time cell phones were, were like the big ticket, you know, like yeah. they just started to put internet on the phones at that time mm-hmm. and everything. So, um, we had open access to each other's. 
you know, it's like, Hey, you you ever have a question, take it, it. go through it, do whatever you want to do. And people are like, that's too much. You guys are, and I'm like, you can say whatever you want, but that's, that's the trust that we have for one another. And, and that has been the key to our success in marriage of like, we don't, we don't get into like big full on argument blowouts because if you communicate the small things, Mm -hmm. they don't become big things. And that's that there's, there's, you know, a, that is our communication. That's, mm-hmm. that's how we operate. And, uh, actually, again, not to, not to circle back to the dad thing, but uh-huh. my daughter, um, <laughs> she's such a deep thinker, man. And she, she, yeah. hit, she hit me with a question of, uh, she asked me about my parents and she goes, mm. why aren't they together anymore? Mm. And I was like, oh boy, how do I answer <laughs> this? And, uh, yeah, that's not and, easy. um, and I was like, well, I said, um, you know how you and I argue sometimes or you and mommy argue sometimes? And she's like, yeah. And I said, have you ever been so mad that you want to leave and never talk to us again? She's like, no. And I was like, do you want to know why? She's like, why? I said, because we talk about things, Mm -hmm. our communication, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that's how mommy and daddy are. We we communicate everything, even when it's uncomfortable, even when we're mad at each other, we Mm -hmm. we still communicate that. Mm -hmm. And, And I told her, I said, you know, my mom and dad, they didn't, they didn't do that very well. They didn't, sorry, when they, uh, they didn't communicate well enough when they were upset or mad at each other. And, and it just built up to the point where they just didn't want to be around each other anymore. Right. Um, and, and, uh, and, and I told her, I was like, you know, one day you'll, you'll, you'll have a boyfriend, you know, and, and communication's really easy in the beginning because, you're just talking about fun stuff, you know, mm-hmm. what's your favorite color? What's your favorite thing to eat? You know, that that's it. But then once you start to realize, you know, what upsets one another and, and, and then that's where communication gets hard. And, and that's where you have to, you know, the way you and I communicate right now, you have to learn to communicate like that with them. And, and it was a, it was a very, it was a very interesting conversation with an eight year old, but with an again, eight-year-old, right, right. But again, I, I see, I think it's important to have conversations like that with, with your kids at a young age because people think they don't understand and, and they have a kid's understanding of it. But uh, again, I'm, I, I, I see it as an investment, you know, as, as she will find and, and we'll continue to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. And with that, I, I just think that by that, you know, these things that I'm figuring out in my late twenties and early thirties, if I can teach them this, you know, um, the, the prop, proper communication, the value of proper communication. Um, and, and also that again, people have bad moments. We have bad moments, you know, in your day, you know, it's, and, and, and all of these different things, um, I feel are going to, are going to create such strong minds that, that by the time they're my age, man, they're going to be unstoppable. That's, Mm -hmm. that's what I think. And that's what I, I'm, I'm, you know, aiming towards for them. Right. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, it's that is awesome. Yeah. I love that dude. What a what a conversation to navigate with the with the eight year old. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I haven't um I haven't articulated that before. Um even thought about that with my daughter yet if she asked me that question ever. So that's a that's a good response. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, again I don't know if it was the right answer, but it felt like the right answer at yeah. the time because right. and, and you know, because there's there's you know good communication is, mm-hmm. is it's such an important thing. Um, and that's <laughs> my daughter is so strong willed and, and mm-hmm. my wife and my daughter have very similar personalities. So they, they tend to butt heads. Yeah. Um, right. 
but like my daughter is a why child. <laughs> Everything is, hey, go clean your room. Why? <laughs> and then it's, can I have some ice cream? No. Why? You know, and, and I try to tell her like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm, I, you my know, mom when, says that all the time. Yeah. As but, we were teenagers growing up, she says that all the time. Then we first, we finally started to understand it maybe after the 200th time she said yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it is it's a hard lesson to learn but right, right. and I, and I I catch her with it now too because originally, you know, like the ice cream but why and mm-hmm. and you know, when you hit when you when you respond with such a cuz it it comes across as a very rude why. Mm-hmm. And right. so I had to ask her. I was like, "Ava, what sounds better when mommy says, "No, you can't have ice cream." Why? Or <laughs> Mommy, can you explain why I can't have that ice cream? And she's like, oh. I'm like, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you can still ask the question. Right. But you can ask it in a way that, that you know, mommy or daddy is going to be, like, they're going to answer it in a polite, a polite way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Instead of the, you know, one of the answers I hate because I always got it as a kid is because I said so. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never, I don't use it. Shut down, right? I don't mm-hmm. use it. Because right. I, I, I. I hated it so much as a kid. And I don't like my, my wife uses it every now and then. And I don't judge anybody who does like right, right. it's, you get to a point. Of, and again, especially with they hit, when they hit you with the, uh, that, that very like rude, why, right, you know, right. it's, it's, you sometimes can't help yourself, but I always try to give an explanation of, you know, why can't I have the ice cream? Uh, mm. well, it's almost your bedtime. You've already brushed your teeth. You know, whatever the answer is, I always try to give an actual explanation right. because that's what I wanted as a kid. Yeah. I just wanted to, I wanted it to be explained. So right. it, again, it, it, it all boils down to like communication mm-hmm. and and I think it's it's very valuable lessons to to teach kids at a young age that's i totally totally love that and I think that's a great idea it's gonna be a road that I'm gonna be traveling in the future, but from what everybody tells me, it's gonna be in the very close future yes without yep. fast everything goes yep <laughs> oh my gosh man um so I want to talk a little more about your business um where do you want to be in like five years and then where do you want to be in like 10 years? Like what's your, what's your goal? Um, I don't have like a, there's not a dollar amount or, or mm-hmm. a certain amount of customers. I just, you know, one of my, one of my little like phrases or whatever is if you're tired of pests, call the best. And that's, that's ah. kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is I just born and raised here and, and I, you know, the last names in the company, like I I take, I take a lot of pride Mm -hmm. and in the quality and the integrity in which I operate. And I just, I want to be that local name. That's, that's kind of the goal is I just, I want to be Cape Coral, North Fort Myers, Fort Myers, you know, I want to, I want to be the bug guy of two, three, nine, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's where I want to be. Cause I, I, and, and it's like I said, there's, there's no dollar amount for Mm -hmm. me. There's no, and, and, ultimately ultimately the goal for me in in starting this was just to you know i I grew up in a household that was you know we we lived the paycheck to paycheck lifestyle Mm -hmm. and and i for me i want the peace of mind of of you know not having to do that Mm -hmm. and and i want um i want to provide my my kids things that that my my parents and and this is not a dig on my parents at all but it's there's you know there's just things that I mean, they had six kids, so, you know, there's, there's, there's things that you can't provide at that point, you know, but I, I always, you know, I want to be able to provide for them things that, that I didn't have as a child. And, Mm -hmm. and I feel like, uh, you know, I've been working since, you know, 15, 16 years old and, and, you know, steady Mm -hmm. working hard, 
and and I believe that adult life is rough, man. It's it's not mm-hmm. fun. It's it's a hard time, and I believe teenagers. I, there's value in like getting like a part time job and understanding the value of money and budgeting and that and those things. And I think that's important. But mm-hmm. I also believe that a teenager should still be able to live the life of a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, they they and and I feel like I. I somewhat became an adult at a at a Very younger age, age than I should. Yeah, so uh, you know, and that that's what I'm looking to to provide. That's that's the ultimate goal is to mm-hmm. allow my kids to be kids for. I don't want to say be kids for as long as they can because you know you you there's a balance because yeah. I I you know have friends that have had life handed to them their whole life and and they mm-hmm. don't they don't have the value that, that the gratefulness. Yeah. 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 There's and things that be missed And also out, right? they have a sense of entitlement and, mm-hmm. and, and these, so there's a balance to be had there, I believe. And, and I hope to find it. Yeah. Um, right. but that is the, that is the ultimate goal for me is, is again, it, everything for me, it, it gears, it goes back to family. Like mm-hmm. I just, I want to provide uh, a lifestyle that that's, that's not what I had growing up. And again, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not trying to devalue. I, I cherish, mm-hmm. you know, my childhood. And, and, uh, if I wasn't raised the way that the way I was raised, I wouldn't be who I am today. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have to accredit it to that as well. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the goal for me. I love that. So tell me you had six siblings. Uh, so five, five. I'm the second oldest of six. Wow. So yeah, there's that's, four boys, two girls. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So what did that household look like growing up? It was, I've always, because for my wife, like, and like, I think realistically we would be able to parent three kids without falling out, but I want to do like ten. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> what, what is what is it like with having six kids in a house? It's crazy, man. But right, it's it's interesting too because there's at least. Except for the last two, there's only 18 months between the last two, but there's at least two to three years between each of us. So my oh, brother, wow. okay. yeah, my brother's, uh, my brother's going on 33 years. He's 33. He's three okay. years ahead of me. Um, and our youngest brother is, uh, 17, you know, so it's, right. it's a vast it's gap. Bad, right. Yeah. So it's like relationally, we're not quite as connected as as you think siblings would be but also we're at very different stages of life you know i've i've he's getting through his teenage years and i've got two kids you know what right. i mean like it's we're, we're just at different stages so um but growing up when we were all you know still kids and living in the house it was it was chaos but i thrived in that chaos i've okay. i've always been one to like I had a good relationship on different levels with each one of my siblings, whereas, you know, some of them would butt heads with one. I was always like the middleman to, mm-hmm. to kind of stay connected with everybody in a sense. And, um, I, I also grew up homeschooled. That's um, awesome. That's a goal for me. So, uh, I've got, you know, mixed opinions on that. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause my dad was, um, running a, a landscaping company of his own. Um, oh, wild. but okay. then he had a lot of contracts for, uh, cellular towers. Um, oh. but then 2008, you know, happened mm-hmm. and, and the, the lawn company went under and he wound up having to find, uh, you know, whatever job he could. Right. And then with that, my mom also had to go to work at that time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it kind of became a thing of, well, here's your, I'm laying out your schoolwork on the table. Just have it done by the time I get home. Right. And my brother, very task orientated, um, very diligent of like, okay, I got to get this done before I can do anything else. Mm-hmm. 
I was a little bit more of a free spirit of like, right, right. I was like, ah, that's, I can wait. I'm going outside. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, it's, and, right. and yeah, so it, it, you know, you know, when it comes to homeschooling, I just, it, you gotta, you gotta be committed. You know what I mean? Like, and, right. and, and, and again, I don't, I do not big thing. condemn my parents for that in any way. They did what they had to do to put, you know, to, to provide and, yeah. and, and totally understand. But I just wasn't the kid that could sit there on my own mm-hmm. and I just didn't have the attention span uh, to do it. It's I just, would, I would not have yeah, in that environment. Not at all. That would have been hard for I'm, me. I'm a, and I'm not a books guy anyways. Right. I'm a, I'm Same. a hands-on learner. Same. And, and so, you know, I just, I see the value in homeschooling, but you right. you gotta be committed. And it's uh, a big commitment. My yes. uh, my sister in law does it, and she's got three, and she's actually I don't know what she's waiting on, but she's got a fourth one that should have been popped out the other day, but it should be happening any day. Um, but those nieces and nephews, I love them so much. But it is so much work mm-hmm. to do it, and um, they partner with like a a co op, so they they do. Um, a lot of it at home, but then they go to school like one or two days a week to be, so that way they can still continue to socialize, get around um, other students their age and stuff like that and get to um, know other people. It's really cool how she does it, but it is like a full-time job. Like it's no joke, man. And um, it's definitely an an incredible, an incredible um, task to take on. Mm -hmm. But I think, man, if I can get everything delegated, not everything, but if I can get the majority of stuff delegated so I can be more present, I'm like, man, if I can eat up an extra few hours a day, I'm like, I would love that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and, and that's how I am too. Like I did horrible in school. Like, I mean, I should say that differently. So school was really hard for me. There were some years where I was in, um, more engaged than others. Mm-hmm. But I had to work three times as hard as everybody mm-hmm. else because I can't mm-hmm. sit there, dude. I can't sit mm-hmm. for a certain period of time and just listen to somebody teach me in a way that I'm not comprehending. You know, mm-hmm. like I am hands on. I am give me the fruit to count in my hand. I'll juggle them as I as I count, yeah. but I'll yeah. but I'll do it. You know, and so I want to be able to. Like my mom is a teacher, and so she knows a ton about teaching, and. um that's actually my dream job. If money wasn't a thing is to, I would want to be a teacher for um, students because I know how much impact you can have on so many kids' lives. But Mm -hmm. that's, that's a little side side story, but um, every kid learns different. So Mm -hmm. my kid's not going to learn the same as me, but I want to learn how they learn. And my mom can teach me how to do those tests and, and figure that out. And man, what a cool opportunity that would be. Even if I'm not doing it every day, like maybe Katie runs it. Um, and I get to do, be a teacher for one day a week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that would be so yeah. cool. Man. The other, the, the, the other side of, um, homeschooling that's so important because, mm-hmm. uh, is those co-ops like you were talking about are super uh-huh. important because, um, commonly like homeschool kids have no social skills, right. none. And so right. there's, you, you got to make sure that, that they're doing something socially and getting mm-hmm. around other kids and interacting because yes. me and my brother, Again, through, you know, youth groups and, and, and other things like uh, our social skills were, were in, in that, but there was a family that lived next door to us, mm-hmm. um, that, that didn't do as much of that. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and, and I've known a handful, like a bunch of, of homeschool kids. Like I, I worked for Publix as a teen and mm-hmm. there was a couple kids there too, or, and, and they just like 
they were shy to ask somebody if plastic bags were okay. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Tough. So there's, yeah. Tough, so it's, dude. and, and to, to now be introduced as an adult of like, here you are at this, this public supermarket and there's so many people and it's, it's overwhelming and over right. this. So there's, you, you know, if, if homeschooling is the goal, you, mm-hmm. you got to make sure to also include some type of social interaction sure. too. And, and, and church is a, is a great spot for that as well. For sure. No, yeah. that's a good point. Um, a couple other things that I have an idea for is, um, I want to really be heavily involved in our family. So, um, Lindsay has Lindsay and Cole, they have three kids, almost a fourth, which I'm really excited about. So they have those cousins and then they have six other cousins that are all in the same age, but they're all just maybe a few years older than McKinley. And so I'm like, I'm so excited for, and it's like that cheaper by the dozen, but they're not all by the same family. There's a whole bunch of of kids that we have in our family that we're all starting to have kids. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, how cool would that be if we got to grow up and we had all those friends and cousins, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, and they're not, you know, they're not just friends, but they're family and we can all learn from each other. And so like, that's something that gives me comfort and excitement that, um, that they'll be able to be around them. But no, I appreciate that encouragement. That's, that's going to be super, super important. Get your daughter around those cousins as much as you can, because um, my, my, we have a, a circle of, of cousins too okay. for, for, um, you know, my nieces and nephews. And, uh, actually my sister-in-law is who watched my kids, um, for the majority of, of, of coming up, like Bentley, yeah. Bentley just started going to VPK and that's his first time in an actual preschool. He was okay. with my, he was with my sister-in-law. She, she wound up getting a, a full-time job. So then mm-hmm. she started going to my aunts, but all of the cousins have kind of been, you know, together this whole time and they're each other's best friends and they are each other's best friends. But also there's my son's speech is Mm -hmm. incredible for four years old. And I attribute it mostly to, I mean, we never do the baby talk thing. Like we're, we never, we always talk because I, 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 you know, and, and now my, like they watch these shows and then I find them. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We don't Mm -hmm. do baby talk. Um, but I, I, I attribute most of his, speech ability to, mm-hmm. to just being around his older cousins. That's cool. And you know, they're all, they have all got at least, you know, three or four years on him. Mm-hmm. And so, except for his, his buddy that my one nephew is, is, uh, he's only a, a month apart from Bentley and those two are inseparable. They're best oh, buds. Awesome. So, and actually they're in the same preschool class too. Oh, that's awesome. killer. So, yeah, they're going to be yeah. best buds. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, that's not to change the subject, but speaking of him going into preschool, mm-hmm. um, he's, so my daughter's a social butterfly, right? She's, she's, she'll talk any, everybody's her best friend. We were in Chipotle on Sunday after church and, and there's these two little, two girls probably close to her age. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were being very standoffish of my daughter and my daughter will force her, like, she'll force you to be her friend. Like she's, what's your name? What's your favorite color? Right. Your, and she just inches closer and right, closer right, right, and closer right. until she's sitting at the same table with you. My son is not that kid. Right. Like he is, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not, if you're not part of the circle, like, mm-hmm. I don't know who you are. Don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna turn my head and look away. He's that kid, you know? Um, so leading up to him going to preschool, I was, I was very nervous for him. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, he doesn't, he's not Ava, you know, he, right. he doesn't have that. And, and, but he hit an age, you know, when he turned four, everything became, I want to do what Ava's doing. Like mm-hmm. Ava plays softball. He's like, I want my own baseball team. Like, and That's then, so cool. yeah. And then he's, I want to go to school like Ava. And he has all these things that he wants to do like Ava. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. But I was worried about him going into like a classroom setting. 
we went. To, so the whole week leading up, I was like, "Hey, are you nervous?" No, I'm excited. And I'm like, "He says that now, but when we go in there, he's right. gonna he's gonna lose it." Mm-hmm. And or the um, open house or whatever, where you get to meet the teacher. Right. And he walked in like a boss. Just <laughs> he's like. His, I own this. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. He's just—he's like, he's like, oh, can I play with the toys? He starts playing with the toys, saying yeah. hi to other kids. And he's not—he's usually not one to like give someone a hug if he's not like met you before or knows you. Mm-hmm. He right. gave the teacher a hug goodbye. Wow. And I was like, this. Is, and then Monday morning, he's—he's he's walked in and he's all confident, you know. That's and cool. and uh, uh, or sorry, to, I think he started on a Tuesday, but mm-hmm. uh, and then that night, I'm like, hey, what was your favorite part? And you know, the normal dinner time conversations right. and and it was so funny i was like hey what was your least favorite part and he's like well when mommy picked me up i was gonna play with the blocks but i didn't get to because she picked me up and i was like dude if that was the worst part like he, he just had such a confidence and and uh it was so funny too because he's like don't worry like he's like tomorrow i'm gonna i'm gonna play with the blocks and walks in the next day not a hi to the teacher nothing just goes can I go play with the blocks? I was just like, it's was, it was so funny, man. It's just, it's, so yeah. It's determined. Yep, I love it. Yeah, but it, yeah. It's so exciting. Get your daughter around those cousins as much yes, as you can, man, because it's, sure. that she will benefit from it as far as, you know, learning and, and being advanced for her mm-hmm. age. It's, it's, yeah, she's, when, she, when they're around older kids, man, it's, it's, yeah. there's, they learn a lot. Dude, that's the same thing as like when I was around my brother and, you know, we have cousins, but, you know, not a ton that live, live locally or close by. Um, but we had, you know, the neighborhood crew, all the kids, and they'd be up riding their bikes, and uh, I'm over there kind of running, you know, just let my little my little kid run before I could um, ride a bike, and they're all riding bikes and everything. And so <laughs> I remember this. Um, I wanted to ride a bike so bad. I was too young to be riding a bike, but one of the neighbors left his bike on the ground while they were all playing, doing something. And I got on the bike and I just started running and I hopped on it and I've never ridden a bike before <laughs> and I just started going and they're like, Bailey stole the bike. Oh my God, he's riding it. <laughs> I rode it for a little bit and I fell over. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like, I would have never done that. You right. know what I mean? The, the opportunity right. was there. I saw everybody it's else that doing desire it. to I be like them. To. Yep. Yeah. And so yep. like, and it's all about, you know what, like even just us, us having this conversation, it's all about who you surround yourself with, who you talk to, mm-hmm. and the people that you come in contact with rub off on you mm-hmm. a ton. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how good they are, how bad they are, how much you want them to rub off or don't want them to rub off on you. It is a guaranteed fact they will rub off on Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And so, For the better or for the worse. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Um, you know that makes sense why my parents always said hang around good kids you know mm-hmm. don't, screw those jokers don't don't be around them um, yeah but you can learn lessons from them too right that's you true can. i did you can. Yeah. i, I had yeah. to the hard way unfortunately yeah. yeah um but but yeah man it's it's really cool yeah i forgot where we we're going with that but that was no good. It was, that was, it was good we were on the subject of just you know the the being around being around cousins and, yeah and being around yeah, cousins yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. and yeah so that i'm super excited for that but um now that we got one eight months old i'm like i want to i want to pop them out man i yeah. want to have a whole little ecosystem up yeah <laughs> and and um my kids are are you know just over three years apart and yeah and uh my wife was actually content at just one mm-hmm. and for a while i thought that too of like I could, I, you know, I could do it, but um, I really wanted, I really wanted one more at least. Right. Uh, you know, just, just it's a, it's a forever friend if if forever. you're ever if 
if that relationship is you know mm-hmm. bonded correctly you right. know what i mean like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen siblings fall apart too so but True. um the way i kind of not to like be a downer but um the way i convinced her to have number two mm-hmm. is uh she she lost both of her parents uh at young ages in their fifties, um, and and within a few years of one another, wow. and I watched the way that her and her siblings were there for each other, mm-hmm. and me as her husband, like I'm there for her too, obviously, yeah. but also those aren't my parents, so I'm not. F- I, of course, I loved them, you right. know, and 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 I was very very close with her dad, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not, not my same. dad, right. and and. They're the only ones mm-hmm. who feel exactly what you feel right now. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her, I was like, could you imagine having gone through that by yourself? Damn. And and lo and behold, mm-hmm. we ah, had Bentley, you know what I mean? There's so the was, next one. Yeah, right. yeah. And and, and again, it was super. like it was it was a little bit dark, but also like it But it's real. Yeah, it's very it's real. real. Very real. Wow. So that's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. That's yeah. a cool part of your story. I appreciate you sharing. Yeah, that. of course. Yeah. That is that is super real. There's so many benefits to mm-hmm. having kids. Yeah. And yeah. I, uh, I was talking about it this morning with my mom. She, she was sharing actually a story of that. Um, one of her friends that she works with, um, was like, you know, I don't know how you do it, Robin. You know, you got these two crazy boys, you know, you know, they seem great, but you know, they're crazy. They're a lot to handle. <clears throat> and my mom's like, look, I think her name was Linda or something. I couldn't imagine my life without these two little kids. Like, they are the biggest blessing in the entire world. And over time, my mom convinced her to have some kids. And um, and how great is that? Because anybody who has kids knows how much fruit they can produce. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> and they give you purpose. And so much purpose. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. They change They change everything. Absolutely. Everything. Because it, it, it goes from being about you to being about them. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. and, and you still have to have moments for you. Right, you know, yeah. because if you don't You'll balance that. that out, mm-hmm. that those are the parents that that when their kids become adults, they're lost. They're, yeah, you know, when they when they become your, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's why you still have to like, my wife comes first. Yes, you know right. what I mean. Like, absolutely, it's, it's, it's has to. But but my my kids are also everything, you mm-hmm. know, and and um, but yeah, it's 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 crazy the value that kids can provide your life but also it's not for everybody it's really not right. and yeah and, you know uh, my brother's kind of in that mindset of like mm. you know i he just does not he's mm-hmm. he's the best uncle the yeah. best uncle yeah. like my kids cherish him mm-hmm. so much awesome. um and sometimes that is that is the role like yeah. it, and 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 they're still my kids still have value to his Huge life too, value, right? you know what I mean, Huge. and and being uncle but, is one of the most the best things I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. And and but again, if you are of the mind of like you want kids, it, mm-hmm. it yeah, it'll change your whole purpose, your whole perspective. It changes everything. Absolutely, I <laughs> man, uh, being a being an uncle was like amazing for me, and I was like, I got a tidbit of how amazing, like how I couldn't even fathom. You know, if I love my niece and my nephews mm-hmm. this much, I'm like, wow. Yeah. What is that going to yeah. be like when that's my child? Yeah. Like, whoo, Absolutely. So exciting. But yeah, I love being an uncle. Given the gap I had between me and my younger siblings, um, they, they uh, again, when, when 
both parents had to get jobs. My kids, mm. my, my kids, <laughs> my siblings <laughs> right. were not, some of them were not even school age yet. Oh, wow. And, and my parents couldn't afford, you know, the, right? the, a child care is expensive. So and, expensive. And, you know, you can't get an in-house. So I was that guy. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, around 14, I was like, I want to get a job so I can start. And they were like, listen, I wanted to get a car. That was my goal. I wanted to have a car by mm-hmm. 16. And, and so like f- through 14 and 15, they were like, listen, if you, if you take care of your younger siblings, mm-hmm. we will give you the Xterra nice. or not the Xterra, the, uh, um, uh, Nissan Pathfinder. Okay. And I was like, done, Deal. done. Right. And, and it was kind of that same thing of like, that's, that's, I think that's what started like, my my kind of journey on like who I want to be as a father. Not mm-hmm. that I was a father to my siblings, but I was definitely a, a, a role model to my siblings. Right. And uh, there was so much value in that. And again, it was like, dude, I love the I love them so much. And then and then like you said with the nieces and nephews, it was the same thing of like when my niece Charlie was born. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, her dad had to you know go back to work pretty pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then their mom had to go back to the hospital for something. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I, I was like, I'll call off work. I'll nice. take Charlie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Beautiful. I don't care. Right, and right, and right, I got right. to spend like, here she is like, mm, like brand wow, new. And, so cool. and it was, yeah, it was, I, there was, Oh man, I cherished it so much. It was, and, and you know, now she's going into middle school. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's, you know, it, she feels like one of mine, you know what I mean? She's not at, at, like you said, you know, if I love them this much, I can't imagine how I feel with mm-hmm. mine. And 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 the va- you know the love you have for yours is right. vast superior to that too. Mm-hmm. And right. um, and and also the, not to like go off on a rant, but mm-hmm. it's interesting to see the stages of life for you know because she's the oldest cousin, mm-hmm. and uh, going into middle school, and and I had the opportunity to to um drive around with her a little bit not long ago and and it was so crazy because i remembered again that moment of like just after she was born and here she is sitting in the front seat next to me right and and we're having like these very mature conversations of like she's got goals and ambitions of like i want to i want to get a a scholarship through softball and I, i like all of these different and i'm like wow this is like this is talking to it i have to talk there's a different level of maturity now mm-hmm. that like, I, I, it's crazy, man. Time flies. That I didn't mean to like completely. No, you're good. Make no, a that, turn there. No, but no, no, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, man, that is, it's so cool. The stages, it never changes. Whether it's, whether it's challenges, you know, facing adversity, uh, delegation, family, like there's different levels to it all mm-hmm. as far as, it constantly changes. And I think that's one thing that I may, I think all the time, I think other people do too, is they're always thinking of, oh, then I'll be happy. Or, yes. or then I'll be complete. You know, and it's yeah. like being able to be content in each of those levels and, and figuring that out. Um, kind of preaching to myself here. Just no, thinking out yeah, loud. It's, you know? it's, it's important <laughs> not to have... You can't have a, a finish line. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's I feel like if you have one, then what's the point after that? Right. You know what I mean? It's 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 my goal and and it's always been my goal in who I am as a husband and a father of mm-hmm. I just want to wake up tomorrow and right. be better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to implement that in other parts of my life too. Like I've 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 had to strongly implement that in my business as well of mm-hmm. like I gotta wake up tomorrow and be better than I was yesterday. Right. And sometimes you don't. Right. You know, there are days where it's just you're like 
today I just scrape by, right? You know, and that's that's it's, and again, no L's, only lessons, Mm -hmm. but um, but yeah, that's it's, and that's that's what I, I like when it comes to um my faith and and you know i'm always trying to either like self-help or or mm-hmm. you know development or or just like growing and growing and expanding on on just just learning like i have such a strong desire to learn and and not in a sense of like you know schooling but just life you know like i said proper communication and and all of these things and and how to deal with and manage anxiety depression and mm-hmm. and these different things and I, I just feel like if I'm if I if there's a day that I wake up and I'm like oh, I think I got it all figured out, it's a dangerous. Then I'm I'm, I'm I'm yeah. There's no finish line for me. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? I just I I just want to wake up to I want to wake up tomorrow and try to do better than I did yesterday. Absolutely, absolutely. Every day I think that's a great mindset to to be at. Um, well, cool, man. Thank you for being on the show today. I feel like it was a great conversation. Yeah, that was I, a lot I of fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Thank you for having me. You know, Absolutely. love to do it again sometime. It was, it was this was, this was cool. I've, I've, you know, never done one. And then, so, sure. well, you crushed me. it, dude. Yeah, You're like you. podcast pro. <laughs> <laughs> thank I love you. it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening in. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. 